Welcome to the audio ministry of Love Foundation Christian Center, a place to find God's love. Pastors Osage and Bridget Airboard teach the word with simplicity and truth. From wherever you're listening, we hope that today's message inspires and encourages you. Enjoy the message. Hey! Woo! Glory to God! Wow! I am pumped up in the Lord. Sometimes when I, when I just feel like the enemy is trying to get me down, I'm like, you want to try me? Do you know who I am? The apple of God's eye. Hey, Kabashataya. Glory to God. We must walk more in the awareness of these things. I'm the apple of God's eyes. To get, you know what the apple of eye, the eye is? You know that little thing in there? Yeah. The center, that, the pupil. So that means that for anybody to get to you, they have to get to God first. How many of us know that anybody tried to poke their hand into your eye? You're like, no <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Ah! All right, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's take the offerings today. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, one of the things that um, God has been saying to us this year is that we are going to the top. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are at the top, but there will be a manifestation of our topness. Amen. <laughs> of our rulership and God has been saying the same thing throughout just try, you know having us see and understand and I believe that there is an anointing to get to the top even in the area of finances as well Amen. we are not going to leave that out Amen. so that so this year I believe that by the leading of the Holy Ghost we are going to be looking at the people God made rich Amen. hallelujah We've always been looking at it, but we're going to look at them again because guess what? This year, we are stepping out. This year, we are going to manifest wealth and riches. This year, we're going to see millionaires and billionaires. Hallelujah. This year, we're going to choose to believe God. And the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And so that's the reason why we're going to look at the word on finances, look at it so that our faith will be built up to do what we need to do to receive. Amen? Because we're not trying to get God to. God has already made us rich. It's just for us to tap into it and take that which already belongs to us. Amen? And so this is so, so vital. The people that God made rich, you know that you are rich, right? 2 Corinthians 9, 8. We will look at it later. But first of all, I just wanted to put up Ecclesiastes 10. Ecclesiastes 10, we'll read from verse 5 to 7. I think I might want it. I don't mind it in the amplified, amplified version. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, like an error which proceeds from the ruler. And the ruler here now is looking at it. I'm like, it's an error that proceeds from those that God has told to rule on earth. Us. It says, folly is set in great dignity and in high places. How many of us have seen some foolishness recently? Some foolishness in high places. And that's where we were supposed to be. So the, so this, this, uh, the writer now here, I believe Solomon, is saying that he's an error. He says, folly is set in great dignity and high places, and the rich sit in low places. And he's calling us the rich. So this is not just about saying that you're trying to oppress poor people. No, we are calling it what it is. Thank God those of us here, we understand that anybody who is not born again is poor. Is very poor. <laughs> so we are the rich folks. So he says, I have seen slaves on horses and princes walking like slaves on the earth. 
Other translation says on bare feet, but I, I went for this translation. Please keep to seven. I, I kept to this translation because it says upon the earth. And I'm thinking to myself, I said, let's translate that to today's. It's like, I have seen slaves on airplanes and jet planes and princes walking like slaves. Riding Mercedes Benz. Okay, okay, just kidding. <laughs> right on bare feet. They don't know what they have. And it's an evil for a believer to walk as a poor person. God is renewing our mind about this. Because the world and even some in the church who have been deceived have been trying to make us feel ashamed of the wealth of God. That is our birthright. When it is evil, God says, for us not to walk wealthy, to walk as rich, for us not to be rich, God saying it's evil, it's an evil thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And by the grace of God, our goal is to eradicate that as much as is within our power. To, 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 to remove those, that statistic and that idea and thought when they say as poor as the church rat. I believe that that is already changing. People are looking at the church, the people of God, as rich people now. Amen. However, they are still painting it as if it is a bad thing. Or you did something bad. Or you are not spiritual. I had somebody say to me, say, how come you are always preaching about money? You know, preach about some, some righteous. I said, money is righteous. Moreover, I'm taking the offering. What else do I preach on? I should start preaching on purity when I'm taking the, the right. Uh, I'll leave that for Pastor Saigi and, uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, Pastor Michael. And maybe when I, I have an opportunity to share. Praise the Lord. But I will be led by the Holy Ghost. Even if I'm not taking the offering. And God says, I want you to preach about finances. Amen. We'll preach it. Gone are those days when they make us feel uncomfortable. Because we are preaching and talking about money. We are learning it's an evil. How can righteous people engage in evil acts? The evil act of being poor. And that's the reason why we, it's very important that we just sit down and we don't hear this word and not do anything about it. It's important that when we, are, we should not be at a place where we are thinking about who is going to give me something. Let's think about how am I going to build something that I can employ people? How can I build something that I can be a blessing to people? You know, sometimes people try to act as if they are all holy, holy and righteous and they see people and say, oh, hey, they don't even have a house now. Somebody help them. Who is the somebody? Such, such things should not just make us want to cry, oh God, God. It should make us think, what can I do? How can I take that word that I've been preached to and go receive some wealth and build some houses and help some people? And when you put people in houses, you give them jobs, they will listen to your preaching. And that's where we are going. That's where we are headed. So get ready. Tell the person beside you. Say, get ready. Get ready. You change your mind. Change your mind. If you were thinking about getting your next job. Ah, I saw some almost choked on that. Like, hey, I was thinking about a promotion. No problem. No problem. But the idea is this. On your way, you are made for ownership. 
and rulership. There's enough unbelievers on the earth to work for every Christian. And it is important that we are in rulership so that we can change the situation. So that now we now reduce the number of unbelievers. There is enough space for everybody to be on top. Glory to God. Because guess what? If somebody is doing is in the textile industry and somebody's in the food industry reigning there, guess what? I need your food. I might be in textile, I need your food, right? And you need my textile. Glory to God. So we need each other. Hallelujah. So this year, this, this time, we're going to be looking at people God made rich. And the first person that you want to remember that God has already made rich is you. And now we're also going to look at the fact that the blessing of the Lord makes rich. Blessing is not just bless you, brother, bless you, bless you, bless you. The blessing of the Lord is supposed to make us rich if we believe it. We're going to get from that place of where we just doing what God says. We are sowing our seeds, but we are not believing in the blessing that makes rich. Two different things. Some Christians are so good and so faithful. They will give everything to God. But they will not give their faith to receive finances. But God wants us not to only give. Because this makes a way. Because when we give, he said, I will open up the windows of heaven. Ideas will come to you. I believe many of us have had ideas. It's time to use it. It's time to step out. Don't be afraid to step out. It doesn't matter how old you are. Don't be afraid to step out. Because we are no longer accepting this mentality of jab, jab, jab. You know what a jab is, right? It jabs you. That's how you jab. <laughs> job. No, no, no. We're not talking. We don't want no jobs. We don't want our youth, if Jesus tarries, to, to be raised up. Just thinking about who can I work for. We should, they should be raised up. You all, youth, you're here, thinking, who can I employ? Amen. You are the employer. And Pastor So eloquently taught us last week about the fact that, hey, 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 it's another form of slavery when you work for other people, especially when you are working for an unbeliever. It's another form of slavery. Why? Because now you can't come to church when you need to come. You can't go for missions when you need to go. You have to ask your massa. <laughs> Glory to God. You have to, you have to find out. The only Lord that we should be asking is Jesus. Glory to God. He's the only one that we should be asking about these things. And God has made provision. He has made a way for us to be rich. Let's look at, um, um, okay, let's look first of all at Proverbs 10.22. Maybe we should look at it in the Amplified Classic. Let's see what that says. Proverbs 10.22 talks about the blessing. It says, the blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich. Now, the reason why the truly is important there is that the blessing of the Lord makes you rich without mango mango. You know what mango mango is. You're of the spirit. You can figure it out. It makes you rich without being a cheat, a thief, an embezzler, 
a con man. So it gives you rich and riches. And that's what we want to learn. We want to learn how to be rich God's way. And we got to believe that God can make us smelling good rich his way. Because deep down on the inside, some people believe that you cannot really be very, 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 very rich without mango, mango, <laughs> or codmanship or whatever. He says, and he adds no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase it. Many times we've been trying to help God. No, stay with that. We've been trying to help God by trying to increase ourselves with toiling. But the Bible is telling us that the way God wants to increase us is not by toiling. It's by work. And Jesus said the work is to believe. So in other words, when God gives you an idea, you believe in the idea he has given you that it will work. You believe in the ability of God to make you rich. That's the work of the believer. He says it's not toiling. It's not working so hard. You now begin to kind of have palpitations. And feeling faint. And being like, you know what? I am so tired. At the end of the day, you can't pay attention to your husband or your wife. You know it happens in marriage. You're so tired. You're like, you know what? I just want to sleep. Wife wants to talk. Husband doesn't want to. Husband wants to, you know, wife doesn't want to. You know, the women want to talk. The guys want to. I thought you were going to say, we're coming into the couple's week this week. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) I'm just telling you the truth. That's majorly, you know. So, so for all for these things to be in their proper place, we need to be where God says we should be properly situated, so that there are no excuses on any level. Husband can't make excuse, wife can't make excuse, the dog can't make an excuse because the dog is richly taken care of <laughs> in the house. Amen. And so the Bible says that the blessing of the Lord, it makes truly rich. In other words, it doesn't make you, you you can be rich without being afraid of who is going to get you. You can be rich without being afraid of IRS. You can be rich without being afraid of anything. You can be rich without being sick, trying to get money. You can be rich without losing sleep. The Bible says that he does not add toil into it. But his blessing, and he will give us direction and increase. And one of the ways that he did it is that he, not one of the ways, the major way is that he gave us Jesus. And the Bible tells us that Jesus has been made unto us wisdom. Wisdom helps us to apply the knowledge that we have received. Please put up 2 Corinthians 9, 8. Let's read that real quick. Not spending so much time. These times are going to be short times. But it's, 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 I believe that there are times that we're going to catch our inspiration from the word. Amen. To do what we need to do. The Bible says that God is able, is it 9, nine 8 that I wanted? 8, 9. This is good, but we'll read this one next time. Maybe we can read it later. Praise the Lord. He says, for you are becoming progressively acquainted with and recognizing more strongly and clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. His kindness, his gracious generosity, his undeserved favor and spiritual blessing. In that though he was very rich, yet for your sakes he became so very poor. In order that by his poverty you might become enriched, abundantly supplied. Amen. So God wants us rich. These are some things that we need to really settle in our minds that God wants us 
rich. And then finally, let's read, um, let's look at uh, Deuteronomy 8, 18. But you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. So in other words, power that God gives us, part of the reason why God gives us power is more than just to cast out demons. It's more than just to heal the sick. Amen? Amen. It's also power to become rich. So he says here, you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God. And how do you remember the Lord your God? By putting him first in all things. Remember that we have said, we talked so much about first fruit, but we have said that first fruit is not just about money. It's part of it. You know, a harvest increase, you give God first fruit. But it is putting God first. And when you put God first, as we talk about finances, one of the ways you put God first is that when you, you ask God for direction about your finances, ask God about direction. I think that one of the reasons why people get into debt as well is because when they are spending, they don't ask, ask God. When, when, or when, when, <laughs> when God is trying to say, hey, wait, 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 um, uh, wait, you buy that next month. You have extended yourself this month. I, I, my plan, I want you to get everything. But right now, if you do that, you will have some sorrow and I love you too much. Amen. So that's part of putting God first. When he's speaking, listen. I don't know how many times I've walked into the store and walked back out. Because I'm like, that thing you are looking at, you have like three at home. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so sometimes you just need to, not sometimes, all the time. In this season of getting rich, we are going to put God first. If he says, walk out of here right now, walk out. Because God, God's thoughts towards you are better than your thoughts towards yourself. Because sometimes you think God is trying to deprive, of, deprive us of something. No, he's not. He's, trying, he's always wanting to get things to us. So he says, earnestly remember the Lord your God. And of course, part of that is that every time you increase, every time you receive your salary, God must be the first on your mind, on your list. You must be thinking about your tithe and your offerings and, and things like that. Amen? Amen? And every year... Every year, look at your finances. Look at how God has increased you. Thank him for it and make your plans to increase. Don't give the same old offering year after year. No, 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 no. Not good. That's the way to stay the same. That's the way to lose stuff. All right, let's go forward. It says, but you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which is what your fathers as to this day. And we all know from the situations going around right now in the world that God's covenant desperately needs to be, no, that word, I don't know whether to use that word, desperate. We really need to establish God's covenant. Because when God's covenant is not established, people suffer. People suffer. So if you are the kind of person who is very, you know, some people are, are, are people who have this mercy, gift of mercy. This is one way to help. Instead of crying, because people have this gift of mercy, they cry a lot. <laughs> but don't stay in your crying place. Rise up 
and see how you, what you can do so that God's covenant will be established. Because when God's covenant is established, you will see more joyful, happy people. And then you won't need to cry as much. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, last, last scripture, Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19, one of the things that we need to remember in this time as we just continue to look, we need to always remember, because why is it good to remember this? Because in times like this, some people say this is not the time to step out. Whether God is not limited by, by the times and the seasons, that's when the glory of God shines the brightest. So when the world is saying, oh, this is not a good time, this is not a good time, if God says step out, it's a good time. Because of this scripture, it says, and my God will liberally, liberally supply, fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So this year, when you are thinking about stepping out, remember this scripture. Don't allow the circumstance or the situation make you afraid. To say, I don't know, maybe I should save my money, keep my money, do this. If God gives you an idea, step out. He will supply the need for that idea, the favor for that idea, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Not according to the economy of nations, of the world, of where you are right now. Not according to your bank account, but according to his riches in glory. This God we serve is able to make a way for us where there's no way. That's, that's his specialty. Because if we think that God can only provide and supply in times that is good, hmm, that's not right, right? He should be the God of all seasons. He's the God of all seasons. That's why he's God. He's not limited by time or by space. He's not limited by the circumstances, the situations, the economy. He's not limited by your lack of education. He's not limited by your lack of connection. He's not limited by any of those things. If you can believe him, if you can believe him, walk with him, this year you are going to be rich. Amen. <clears throat> Let's rise up on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you have prepared your offering already. Just begin to speak to it. Give God thanks. Maybe you haven't asked God what to give. <clears throat> ask God what to give. Of course, the tithe is, is stable. We know what it is. The first one-tenth of everything that God has blessed us with. And then an offering, free will in your heart. You say what you want to give to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Begin to speak to your seed. And this morning, even as we, we start out on this journey of, of getting to the top financially, you know, already continuing on this journey, just begin to see yourself in that place. What is that vision that God has laid in your heart? What is that desire that you have discussed with God concerning? Just begin to see it and speak words over it. Because that's one area of faith. You begin to call it into being. Even as you, you pre prepare to take action steps, begin to call it, begin to speak it, begin to see yourself. Call yourself the CEO. Call yourself the owner. Call yourself able to handle that situation. Take, talk about the favor of God over that thing. Father, we give you thanks together as a church. Even as you have given us this word, we run with it. We run with it. We thank you that we are not going to be a church of people who only declare, declare, and shout, declare. No, we are going to be a people who manifest kingdom. We will manifest 
manifest everything that you said in the area of wealth. And none will be poor amongst us. None will be poor amongst us. But everyone rich just like you have desired. Father, we thank you for the favor. We thank you for everything that you have given unto us. The doors open unto us. Our eyes are open to see. We thank you for boldness to step out. Thank you, Lord, for wisdom to do. To do that which to implement everything that you've laid in our hearts to do. We receive it with joy, with thanksgiving. And Lord, we say that we have in our heart to be, to be a partner with you, to sponsor the building of this ministry, of this work, that Lord, this year, we'll have people, we will, have, we will come up giving in lump sums. This is where our heart is. We'll be giving in the thousands to this work like we have never given before. Lord, this is our desire. We know that this will manifest even in this year. That Lord God, we will build something so magnificent. People will come and look and they will give you glory and honor. Lord, and your word will be preached without thought about bills. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We trust that you are blessed by the message. To listen and hear more, catch us at 1130 on Sunday mornings on YouTube or Facebook at Love Foundation Christian Center. If you have any additional questions or just want to learn more about the church, feel free to contact us at lovefoundcc at gmail.com or visit our website at lovefoundationusa.org. Thanks for listening.